what is going on welcome to Rue's room i am Rue, aka the culture black kid and today we have the one and only Gemma navarette she is a chilean and italian singer from western sydney Gemma released a song earlier in the year alongside deja miro entitled heavy hearted with even more in the works i hope and alongside zion garcia Annalise and myself is a part of the conscious program for this upcoming year. Gemma, how are you doing? And not like a quickly catch you at our conscious meet and greet. How are you doing? Like for real, for real. How are you doing? I'm doing well, I would say. If we're being real, real, <laughs> I'm, I'm very anxious. <laughs> okay. Is there no. a, a reason that you are willing to div- divulge or is it? Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I go to therapy and mm. I struggle mm-hmm. a lot with like interpersonal relationships and kind of questioning them and like wondering how people perceive me and kind of mm. just really fearing how people perceive me. Well, I've had this my whole life, but I just like say shit. And then after I walk away from the conversation, I'm like, oh my God. that's a be every single day. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, I thankfully can relate to that for a big chunk of that because i am exactly like that as well but you know at least therapy is i hope helping apart from that it's good that you are doing well glad that you are here you know it's cool to have followed your journey i've i've said this to a number of people and it's also on my social media but same shit is one of my favorite songs of last year i absolutely love heavy hearted with dejamiru like i like i mentioned earlier and i am super keen to hear what's next but you know that is not why we are here we are here because, you know, I want to I want to get to know you. I want I want the people to get to know you. Like for real for real get to know you. So, let me kick it off with the question, what percentage of yourself do you think your circle really knows about you? I'd say about 70%, maybe even more. I would say it's pretty easy to get to know me well. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, I don't really shy away from talking about myself and and asking mm-hmm. people questions about themselves as well but mm-hmm. honestly let me change it up to 80 percent. okay my follow-up question to that first question is how much of that percentage do you think you've shared in your music so far a hundred a hundred percent that 80 percent is all a hundred percent in the music okay no the music to come out is like 100 okay. my music is literally just like talking about like my flaws like mm-hmm. my songs are ways for me to like get out like the shit that I'm like feeling and going through like whenever I write I've realized that I only write about myself I don't really write about like other people or relationships Mm -hmm. same shit was me going okay let's talk about me and a past experience I've had with someone Mm -hmm. or some ones yeah (laughs) other people um because all my other songs like especially ones that I'm working on at the moment I have a song called stubborn Mm -hmm. which is about me and the chorus literally is I've tried and I've tried but I can't give it up like Mm. like heavy-hearted like the lyrics of that song I think is so funny like especially in the pre-chorus like I'm like tired of myself but I find most of the time I walk away so uncertain like Mm. negotiating with my demons like feel the way I am perceived (laughs) like the lyrics are literally what the shit I've been talking about yeah like I put myself really on the line with my songs and I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm always the subject of scrutiny in my own music, but I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like at some point you might start to divert, divert, and you know, write about your outs, like other people's experiences, maybe you've seen, or just external things, or do you feel like you're still in a zone where it's like 
no, I still like, I need to get out more of these internal stories first before I start venturing into that that world. I think I'll, my music will always be about me and kind of like what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Even the songs that are kind of like about my struggles still have like a bit of like a, like heavy hearted is like, mm-hmm. it's pretty groovy. It's pretty upbeat. Like mm-hmm. it's vibey. The lyrical content is like almost like a ballad, mm-hmm. but the back, like, but the track is like, goes hard you know yeah. i feel like I, I love that i love still having really personal almost emotional lyrics but keeping it keeping it chill mm. backing tracks people can't really tell for sure <laughs> but for sure. <laughs> I, I feel like eventually i'll switch it up i mean you can't keep doing the same thing forever of course well i'm curious to see when that day <laughs> when when that comes so this next part is a little show and tell, you know, bring it back to primary school days. I'm going to ask Gemma five questions. She has done a little bit of homework and is going to provide an item and hopefully a story behind that item. And yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. So let's get into it. Uh, first question is, what is something that represents who you are as a person? So as you can see, this is a robe. I've never referred to that as a robe. I call it a vestaya. Vestaya pretty much means robe in Italian. Ever since okay. I was a kid, my nonna would, you know, metal vestaya, like, get your vestaya, like, mm-hmm. you know. I have had that for years. I've always had a robe. Mm-hmm. I love something warm. Mm-hmm. And in winter, too, it's, like, a necessary. Like, when I, like, when I have sleepovers, I'll bring my robe. Like, I wear it all the time. I, like, have been, like, a, an anti-Udi person. I'm anti I was. <laughs> I was anti-Udi because I was, like, I have my vestaya. Yeah. I don't need an Udi. It's, it's true. It's it's lasted me like Udi. What we got beef? <laughs> and Udi's are too short. They're too hot. Vestaya. I'm like, okay, I'm hot now. Open it up. Now yeah. I'm cold. Robes are, you know, they're versatile. Um, I have another another robe as well. Another Vestaya. That one's for special occasions. This is Ooh. the all rounder. This is the all rounder. Okay. Okay. Traditional. Um, but that Vestaya, it's like a signature. I had. This is how vain I am. For my 16th, I had a, like, come dressed as me theme. Not everyone did it. It wasn't, like, essential, but I was like, if you want. No, it was, no, sorry. Okay, I'm a liar. The theme was come as, like, an icon, like, cultural icons. Okay. Okay. And my friend came dressed as me, but I told her, I was like, what if you came dressed as me? So that's where the vanity comes Uh, in. Okay. She wore the robe. And my iconic slippers. Okay. And for more context, let's see if I can find this photo in a matter of seconds. I made a meme. I guess you oh, could call it a meme years ago that says Merry Christmas. I made a Christmas card and I'm wearing that robe. This is so <laughs> iconic. This is like, oh, hit. this looks like 2016. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is <laughs> legend. <laughs> It says, yo, 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 Merry Christmas. That is amazing. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yo, yo. I, I want that card. That's, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's my friend dressed up as me. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to your friend. She's oh. recreating the card because she has a Christmas hat on. So she's doing. Oh. She's doing. Yeah, I hope she's okay with me sharing. She was. She's love it. She's, she's a that's funny girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. So, yeah, that's that's my answer. That, that Vastaya is me. I'm going to pass it down. Oh, it's it's for generations. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number two. What is the last sentimental gift you received from someone? I got this. It's a keychain. Okay. From my Zia Flavia. 
mm-hmm. in Italy. Mm-hmm. Just as we were, as I was thinking about it, I've looked up. So in Italian culture, this mm-hmm. is chilies are yeah. a good luck charm. Okay. I just looked it up on Google because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm. Very and then similar. The Italian community comes and attacks you when there's video. Oh, I'd be absolutely ashamed of myself if I said the wrong thing. Very similar to the evil eye, the good luck charm that is believed to protect its bearer from the envy and harmful intent of others is the red red chili pepper. In hmm. Italy, this traditional charm is thought to prevent the hurtful gossip of envious tongues while also attracting good fortune to its owners. No chilies can protect me from the goss. That's cool. Yeah, yeah my dear cool. got it for me. Was it a certain um, moment or like an occasion why they got it for you? Or was it just like, here's a gift? She got gifts for a few people. She got my little cousin a back, actually. The, when she was handing these out, she's just, a, mm-hmm. she's funny. She's amazing. She like, I was with my like little, my cousin's daughter, mm-hmm. um, who's a gorgeous little girl. She has the most high pitched voice. She's gorgeous. Um, And my Zia gave me a little, this, it was in like a little pouch. She mm-hmm. handed it to me and Leia, that's her name. She was like, oh, like in Italian, obviously. She was like, well, she was just kind of looking. She was like, don't I get anything? And then I think that, like she wanted to grab it. And Zia just gave it to me. And then when Zia walked away, she started crying. And I was like, but she had something for her. It just yeah. wasn't this. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm wearing chilies as well. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I just noticed okay. that. <laughs> and she was just giving out gifts. She's lovely. Yeah. She got this for Because I was telling her earlier, she saw these earrings that I was wearing. And mm. she was like, oh, you like chilies? And I was like, yes. You know, very Italian. My friend <laughs> gave these to me. Um, and so then she, a few days later, she got me this. And I just think it's really nice. Mm. Really nice little heirloom from Italy. Because I love chilies. Okay. Number three, what is the first most important piece of equipment you ever bought or received? The answer is, if I can do it without showing you my Scarlett Focusrite interface. Okay. It is right next to me. It is it's a the little, red one. Uh, it's classic. It. The Focusrite is like staple of the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that, but it buzzes, so maybe I need a new one. <laughs> yeah, that was I the whole know. thing. Yeah, in, I don't know if the, the mic is buzzing, if the lead is buzzing. Either way... Someone's going to have a phone call, but we just have to figure out which company needs the phone call. Probably the mm. lead. It's probably the lead. I'll just go get them. Fair what enough. Do? But yeah, my interface. Okay, nice. Fact, I got the bundle. I got the interface, the the microphone. See it here? Mm-hmm. Um, It came with an interface, microphone, and headphones. Yes. The microphone and the headphones are great when you're starting out, but I need new equipment desperately. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Sponsor sponsor Gemma and get get her get her a new <laughs> equipment. Did you did you get it or did you get uh, was it gifted? You got it no, yourself? No, no, no. I paid for it, of course. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I just got it. I was like, I really want to be able to re- I think it was just as I started uni too. Mm. And they were like, You should get some equipment. I actually don't remember for the life of me if I got it before or after I started uni. It was on sale too. I think it was the fact it was on sale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want equipment. Yeah. And this is everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's got me through the years, but I need better equipment. Fair enough. Uh, number four, what is an object from or that represents one of your favorite gigs or sessions? Okay, this one was hard. I didn't really have anything. So... I hope that this answer will suffice, but the answer is this bag. Okay. 
it goes everywhere with me. Nice. And it's amazing for gigs because it's massive. Mm-hmm. You can't tell, but you can fit a water bottle. I have my wallet in here. I have lip balm. I carry Panadol, my headphones, everything, my car keys. It just carries so much. Okay. And What's the brand? It's House of Holland. ASOS called House uh, of Holland. Not ASOS. <laughs> House of Holland. Okay. I bring that bag everywhere. Yeah, and I and I love it. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you've worn this for for five weeks in a row now. Time to switch it up, and I switch yeah. on my other bags. But it is my favorite bag I've ever gotten. I it's love in... it so much. Yeah, I bring no. it to festivals. Oh yeah, because it's crossbody too. Great Multi-purpose. For, um, yeah, I, I I like to um bring little bottles of alcohol mm. to clubs. Secretly. Sneak them in in the in the yeah. bag. Oh, I never shop empty-handed. Never. So no, you you definitely stay prepared. You you, you keep that thing on you. I I always <laughs> got that thing on me. <laughs> How funny! Oh goodness, was um that a gift from anyone, or did you again cop that that one yourself? You're like, oh, that bag looks nice, and then you were like, oh my goodness, this is a legendary. I sent it, sent it to my boyfriend, and I said, it's my birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Shout out the bag. Shout out to ASOS. <laughs> yeah. And uh, number five, what is something that represents your dreams and aspirations within your field? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if this represents, it's like a physical representation, mm-hmm. but I have this beautiful book slash journal. Mm, okay. I, for a while, <laughs> you can tell I made it years ago. It says Gemma's lyrics. That's so cute. I've just written the lyrics to a lot of my songs in here. I have some potential songs. This one says potential song. Never finished it. I have a page that just says, can't see, it just says concept. And then I have like, I think that was me trying to, this was me trying to think of like EP concepts years ago. Mm. Yeah, just, oh, my song Stubborn is in here. So I got this book when I was 18, when I just started writing songs. Okay. So this is kind of like my songwriting book, but then it's a bit of a multi-purpose book as well because when mm-hmm. I flip to the other side, I have random lyrics, but okay. just one phrases. They're all so funny. Do you care to share one? <laughs> They're just like... Is it like Drake cheese? Like Drake caption cheese or like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to share one. <laughs> okay. They're more like quotes. Give me, give me, give me one. Just, just one. Okay. Watch your step when you walk out of my life. Don't bump your head when you cross the line. Ooh. Ooh. We need that. That's actually messed up, but yeah. Oh my goodness. Lord. And then it just turns into a straight up journal. Ah, nice. So, nice, nice, yeah. nice. No, yeah. if I if I showed you stuff from when I first started writing, oh goodness, like it's so much. It's, it's so bad. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, what is your process of writing? Okay, my process, I would say, is I often will like write a hook. I'll record it, and then when I'm feel, I, I don't really write during sessions. The only time I've written during mm. sessions is for like song um writing camps i've done mm-hmm. and i love writing camps i love writing really fast mm-hmm. that's kind of where i thrive cool challenge um yeah yeah um but when i'm just writing <clears throat> tracks for me for my project i will often start off with a hook mm-hmm. and then if it's one that really like i have a few songs no i i, just, I have one song right now that i'm really keen mm-hmm. to finish i came up with 
the chorus and I've started kind of writing the melody for the verses and the mm-hmm. lyrics. And I just think the hook is like so... I love hooks. Hooks are kind of like my mm. favourite. Chorus, chorus and hooks are my favourite okay. to write. So usually same shit started off with a chorus. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wanna da, da. Like mm-hmm. the early drafts of that song are really funny. They're so different. Okay. Um, But the chorus is always like kind of the same. It's the verses that change the most. Mm, right. And I write really quick. Um, Like if I, I think if I were to sit down and, and, and like, like heavy hearted was written really quickly, same shit. Mm-hmm. Everything was written really quickly. I just got stuck on the bridge and then I just sat down and was like, okay, okay, think about it, think about it. But I'm not really in a position where I'm constantly making songs and constantly churning out material. Mm. Yep. So I think that I'm just kind of, I'm in a good place of like writing when it's natural. Eventually I'm going to have to be writing and making songs mm. really, you know, yep. a lot, not quicker, but a lot more frequently. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see how my process change and changes and evolves when that happens. For sure. For sure. Mm. Um, have you done much songwriting for other people or has it mostly just been yeah. for yourself? Yeah. How has that I love, been? I love, love, love top lining mm. with an artist, for an artist, just to like a track. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love it so much. It's really fun. <clears throat> it makes you a better songwriter for your project to be mm. able to listen and hear other artists' ideas and like, it's just so interesting, like collaborating with someone in that way and being really like selfless in the process. Cause obviously the song isn't, it's not mine. I'm writing for someone mm-hmm. else. So I'm trying to, you know, fulfill their vision mm-hmm. and kind of like, yeah, it's, it's a really good process and I'm sure. still, I'm still learning and I'm not, I'm not amazing yet. I'm still learning how to collaborate. It's still mm-hmm. something that's new to me, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really all about just finding people who you have like a good I don't know if rhythm is the right word but yeah it's it's I really love it and I want to do it more and I want to get better at it and learn sure. how to yeah do it better and yeah collaborate better um has there been a person who you've collaborated with or a session that you you've had that has been like oh my goodness this was like so amazing and is there an artist in the scene that you uh really want to work with uh, a really good session was I did a the Western Sydney Song Hubs mm-hmm. and I was in a session with it was me, Nicole Issa, who's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine. She was top I was the artist. Mm-hmm. Nicole Issa was top lining. So was Melchiore, Italian the Italian singer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melchior. Melchior. Yeah. Just Sorry, Italian I say it the Western. No, no, <laughs> I say that's the good, that's good. I don't know what he prefers. <laughs> Either or. Um, and this a producer named Sick Drums mm. was producing. Um, produ- Sick Drums was producing. Yes, yeah. um, he's from New Zealand and mm. he is. He works so fast, and I work really fast. And mm-hmm. I feel like I loved, I loved working with him and like mm. with the others. And the song that me and the others wrote that day is like one of my favorite songs that I have. Mm. And. I'm so excited for it to be out into the world. Dope, dope, yeah. dope, dope. And dream dream collab or dream, you know, work with? So easy. It would be probably be Veta Born from mm. Melbourne. Okay. Yes. Okay. Manifest. She's, inc- she's incredible. She's so incredible. Love her work so much. Dope, 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 mm. dope. One day. One day. It'll happen soon. We've got to manifest. <laughs> We've got to manifest it. All right. I got uh, a couple more questions left, but before we get into that, a couple more questions. What is 
is a personal moment that stands out to you that has impacted your music in a certain way? I think just one. When mm-hmm. I was younger, I when I first started writing songs, when I first got this book, really, mm-hmm. I submitted a song that I randomly made at like this like music. I don't even know what it was now reflecting on it, mm-hmm. but it was like a songwriting camp I did at JMC when I was like, cause I like wanted to kind of go there and I wanted mm-hmm. to like scope out all my options or whatever. So I did yeah. a songwriting workshop. It wasn't a songwriting workshop. We was it like much... during high school? Yeah. Times? I was okay. 18. We pretty much went there and recorded songs. That was it. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I recorded a song there and then, I was looking online. I was just kind of browsing online and I saw like a, this like literary festival in Queensland Mm. had a songwriting kind of like competition component of the festival. Mm. So I entered my song and it ended up being selected as one of the final three, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the top three songs. Yeah. And for this festival, they flew me to Queensland. My mum came as well. We Mm -hmm. stayed in like, nice hotel and then I went and sung at the festival and then they announced the winner there I didn't win but um having something like that happen to me when I like was like just starting out really Mm -hmm. even though I would argue I didn't start doing music until I put out my first single but Mm -hmm. just having something like that happen so 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 early in my journey was such a big like oh like you could do this yeah yeah like I think that you could maybe do this Mm -hmm. and like it was so cool like I was like 17 18 like you know Mm. flown to Queensland hello like that's so cool you just can't turn that down it was was so it was so so exciting and it was so like generous like it was so cool like they did that and it just made me feel like so special and so like it made me really believe in my potential Mm. yeah no it's it sounded like a cool like point zero where I was like you know I know I can sing I know, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm talented in this sense, but I was like, oh, wow, like maybe I could really do this, like for real, yeah. for real. Yeah. And, you know, it was that extra push. And, you know, since then, you know, you've been like, okay, let me, let me actually, you know, throw a little bit of, a little bit more time and effort into, into this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Dope. Dope. And, you know, now we're here, got bangers in, the, you know, on the DSPs, you got bangers in the, in the bank, especially that bar. <laughs> What's your no, step? We re- <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, we got we got bangers waiting. I know that for sure. I'm super, super, super excited to hear what is next from you. And thank you for coming on. You know, I've had an absolute blast talking to you, getting to know you a lot more. You know, I've learned some things. I hope people out there have learned some things, you know, about you, about Italian culture as well. You know, nice little history lesson. And uh, my final question to you is what is happening right now? What is uh, coming out? What is uh, already out that you want people to check out? Just a quick note that by the time this is out, uh, Gemma and I will have performed at Parramatta Lanes. Uh, Right now when we're recording, we haven't yet, but um, it went great, (laughs) if you were wondering, (laughs) by the time this is out. Yay. So, but anyway, back to the thing. Uh, Yeah. Uh, what would you like to tell the people about? I am working on a big project. Oof. I'm hoping for it to be out around September, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still locking in things, but just know that an EP is on the way. Oof. You heard it here yeah. first. 
Yeah. <laughs> EP, EP is on the way. I'm so, so excited. It's going to be so special. It's going to be a real celebration of like culture mm. and youth growing up. Just everything that I kind of represent. Yeah. It's going to be really special. And if you listen to the same shit, you know how it is. Listen to Heavy Hearted. Mm-hmm. Listen to all the bangers. Listen to Rue. Listen just... to Gemma. It's, all, it's about her. It's, it's not about <laughs> me right now. You know, <laughs> it can be. <laughs> it can. It yeah. can. You know, I am here, but you know, it's about, it's about you <laughs> right now. Yeah, just yeah. Keep supporting local for sure. Hundred percent. Always, always going to preach that. Um, but yeah, where can the where can the people find you at as well? At Gemma's Gems on Instagram and TikTok, but that Thank will be God. changing. Mm, okay. Eventually, let's just say Gemini Barrett is really long name, and I'm. I'm thinking that it's it's about time for a change. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a so rebrand. It's, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Spotify, currently. I mean, all the streaming platforms. I'm currently Gemma Navarrete. Sweet. If you just look up Gemma in one of my song names, that'll get you there because my last name is I can. It's very long. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've had I've had the experience. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah. Thank you. Dope. Thanks so much for the conversation. Of course, of course. Thank you for, you know, coming on. You know, like I said, uh, it was an absolute pleasure. But anyway, I have been Brew, okay, the Culture Black Kid. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. This is Rue's Room. Peace. Bye-bye.